It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was miles for bigger. Ah, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. Excellent work. Heard from Alliance yesterday, and they're thriving, which is great. Uh, it's good to hear from them across the board. One case where not hearing from them for a while meant that they were actually doing what they're supposed to do. Yes, exactly. That's right. They weren't. They were so busy. They weren't bugging us with stuff. Uh, my process server actually called. Uh-oh. He's on the line right now. <laughs> the guy who got me yesterday. He's there. It's pretty impressive. Uh, hey, are you there? I made the call a long time ago, and I let you know I'm a man with very special skills. I told you I would find you, and I would serve you. And now that I've done it, we celebrate, and we will be back. All right, well, I just want to let you know it was a a good game, nicely played, and I'm proud of you. Could you describe me once again to your listeners? (laughs) Remember, every little detail counts. There's no need for that. I'm just, uh, look, you got me. It's a good thing. I'm proud of you. Excellent work. I guess I'll just take my chances. Undefeated? That's a bold claim. He's 1-0. Both of you are next. I'm looking at you, Randy Bogan, through a window from about 500 yards away. (laughs) There's a dog barking. There's a giant head to your left. I will find you, and I will serve you. All right. You're getting a little weird about this whole thing, but it's it. I knocked and knocked, staring directly into the eyes of the beast. You, so arrogant to believe that I couldn't see through your glass. So what? There you were. And I won this fight, didn't I? Yes, you got me. I've got my ser- I've got my paper served, and it's enough. I will be back. Because you will speed again. Process server. Two. In theater soon. All right. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Jackass. The anti-commuter. Yeah. Jackass. <laughs> yeah. This guy. This effing guy. He served. He did. Got a very special set of skills. They sent out their big boys. No, you don't add your own music. <laughs> that's just over the top. If he plays that coming up, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, let's reenact it for a second. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? No, no, dummy's not a joke. You don't. You answered too fast. Notice who didn't. <laughs> Holmberg's still waiting by the other side of the door. Brady couldn't wait to get to the door to answer. Thought maybe you had my morning hog. Holmberg delivery. Delivery for Mr. Holmberg. Candy Graham. Candy Graham. I'm practicing for next time. Dun, dun, dun. Doodly, 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 doodly. All right, I'm done with you. That's enough of this guy. I'm done with you. <laughs> Somebody asked me how much was the fine. All right. Oh, well, actually, I got another great suggestion I had not thought of. Uh, 
have your wife take the online school thing. They don't know who's doing it. That's true. You can hire somebody to just sit true. at the computer and do that for you. Uh, I already paid it yesterday. Online, you just pay it. It was 300-something-something. Something. I don't remember what it was. You said there's a... Because of the serving and added $48? Yeah, they throw 48 bucks onto the fine for service charge. Which, you know, tip of the cap. Good gig for that guy. Well, I don't know if he's getting it. It's just, it's the state. The state is just, he's getting paid his regular wage. And I'm sure he got a nice bonus for <laughs> this takedown. I'm telling you. He's, yeah. the, he's the Trojan the horse. Office, he Trojan yeah. horsed me. It's a son of a bitch. Got hammered on the deal. One thing they're mad about today is that you're letting the cat out of the bag. Well, we got to throw away all the Amazon. Yeah, the Am- don't answer for Amazon guys. Amazon guys don't need to uh, see you ever. Brady, hey, new friend. No, no, I'm just dropping off a package. Amazon guys treat Brady like the server. They knock on his door and try to get the hell out of there as fast as they can, or they get locked up in a conversation about trees and weeds and the last time he did something. I just thought I'd come out here and see how your day's going. How hot is it for you in that suit and that truck? Got good air? You delivering any steaks today? You mind if I take a look at the back of your truck? What kind of inventory we got? Yeah, let me see your manifold. What do we got back here? <laughs> mind if I do a ride along? This seems fun. I would like you to leave me alone, please. Can I have a little vest? Are you going to serve me papers, sir? Why are we... <laughs> I want to be friends. You got any dipping Dots in there? Look... You're the one who came to my door. That's an invitation for a long-term lifetime friendship in my book. That's on you. Yeah, don't answer the door for the Amazon guy. If you have a screen door on your house, take it off. It's inviting. There's no reason no in way, Arizona man. to ever have a screen door. Ever. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if you notice, most of our screen doors are metal. Well, they're that steel. Giant sheet of right. metal with what I, you know what I do when I see those you things? Can't I'm see into our, yeah, my screen door. You know what I see when I see that? Uh, they've been broken into and they put up a barrier. Right, right. I don't see, like, the friendly neighborhood Midwestern screen door. I see, uh-oh, Ben. It's like bars on windows. I'm like, oh, I, don't I know what agree with here. you on that. And then you you are like Brady so much that you can't not have your door open <laughs> that you put a metal barrier. Right. <laughs> well, the dogs will get out. But then I can still see people coming up. You can to have my that house. breeze coming through that door. Yeah. Oh, Kirby, look on the sidewalk. A pedestrian. I hope he turns left and comes up our walkway. New friend possibilities. <laughs> ah. He's running. He's running away. The Amazon truck was parked out front for about 15 minutes. Yeah, because you wouldn't let him go. He was being <laughs> held hostage. We know what that looks like. He wanted to stay. Two, it's like Spongebob, the Amazon guy's just dropping a package off, and then two hours later. And then I had an onion on my belt, because that was a style in the day. I just wanted to drop this package off. Do I have to sign for it? Not at all, sir. I have a lot of deliveries today. (laughs) I must go. Sounds like you need a hand. Well, I didn't two hours ago, but I might now, because I'm never going to get these things out before 10. Kirby, help this guy out. Kirby, let's go with our new friend. What's your name? Deshaun? Keyshawn. Oh. I know a Keyshawn. I know a guy named Keyshawn. Are you related to him? It's a first name. You a dumb. <laughs> You're not related because you have first names. But you look just like him. That is also very dumb and offensive. <laughs> so offensive. You look like the guy I know named Keyshawn. He was also between 6 feet, 6 feet, 3, 200, 215 pounds. I always have a description ready for the news. Today's a good day. Uh, by the way, you have to re- like yesterday we had Tony twelve twenty one Tony that emailed me two nights ago. Uh, just as a quick one, he's like, uh, 
pretty mad at me about saying that uh, to you know making the comment He's that venting. oh boy, COVID's coming back and they're going to make us mask up. And all I said was, "Good luck trying to get this community and this populace to mask up again in an election year." Uh, you think January 6th was bad, it's going to get worse. Now, I never said once that I wasn't going to comply just to make my life easier. I ain't standing on the steps of any Capitol screaming ever. I don't care about anything that much. I really don't. I like dogs and animals. Like, if they said, if there was a guy uh, who was in charge of, like, government that said, all dogs must die, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go shoot that guy. We're gonna, and I would be right. And people would want him dead and all that other stuff. So I would be all right with that. But for the most part, for just general... Can I get around this without any trouble, like the mask thing? I hated it, but it made it easier at work. And Arizona had the reputation of being... uh, Didn't care. Don't care about our reputation or anything. Tripp said, we got to wear it. It's mandated in the building. And at halftime, I'm in the building. I'm getting reminded by HR, will you please put the mask on? We had people in the building that were horrified of dying from COVID. I wasn't. And I just didn't want to make them uncomfortable. That's why I complied. Call me a pussy, whatever. I thought I was just being nice. I didn't wear it all over the place. I wasn't like an advocate. Like just put. All I said was, just put the mask on. Hated wearing them. Kill the hassle. I was getting headaches all the time from it. Whatever. So Tony was mad that I said, oh boy, try that. Oh, you're a pussy. You you gave in last time, you white flag waving mother, blah, blah. And I read it, and we could clearly tell that Tony 1221 was bombed. Came home from a drunken night, and uh, we had fun with him yesterday. Get an email yesterday at 6.12 p.m. Ooh. Tony. All right, Chancellor. And this is sober, Tony, now. You won me back over. Your comedic genius is undefeated. And Brady was right. After you first stated describing the email, Brady said, he's going to wake up at 8 in the morning and be like, oh, man, what did I do? I owe you an apology for going off on you on a drunken tirade. Life has kicked me in the teeth recently with some effed-up circumstances. Getting drunk and pissed at people that bring humor to my world probably isn't the best way to deal with it. But alcohol doesn't always put us in the greatest mindset when crap's going on all around. For my tirade, though, and my anger projected towards you, I apologize. And I'm not apologizing because uh, you put my folder or my uh, email in a saved folder of all the loonies that email you so you can let your cop buddies know about me. For the record, I did not threaten you. Uh, (laughs) It was threatening. Uh, In the eyes of the law, Tony, (laughs) that is Here's the thing. He's part of that. He said, uh, I didn't uh, specify your address, but I did name your street. That's it. I live in the neighborhood around you. Uh, I do a lot of work with the local police. Uh, Don't worry. My drunken outburst won't overflow uh, into how I perform my jobs personally. I'm 15 years into helping the cops. I also have another job, and I know how to manage personally and professionally. As I stated, though, I need to apologize to you because you are not the cause of my anger, and I decided at the time you were my outlet. Loved the email, though. I did laugh very hard. Uh, That's great. Did you email it? Oh, he loved his own email? No, like he, 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 he liked that we made fun of him. Oh, okay. It's drunken 1221 Tony, like, I was gonna say, man, is, is hilarious to sober at 6.30 yes, p.m. Tony. Yes. Oh, my God. Look at me. So I basically emailed him back. I'm like, I appreciate the apology. I kind of read that knowing this is a drunk guy who's going through something. Yeah. And the bottom line is we can have fun with it on the air and things like that. But dude's going through a thing. And uh, he'll still be remembered forever as Tony1221. Oh. But, you know, I told him. Tom What's 38, my... Tony 1231. <laughs> uh, Tranny Rob. Yeah. Racist Caro. We've got yeah. loads of them. Hot Rod Chip. <laughs> Is that us? Is there a Hot Rod Chip? <laughs> there was. He called years ago. That Hot Rod Chip was in a movie. That's what I thought. I think Brady's confusing life and uh, fiction. The listeners will let us know. Who's Hot they Rod know, Chip? They know every past episode. Is we have a Hot Rod Chip? That's a long yeah. time ago. He's having a moment of clarity. None of us remember. Maybe he's the right one. Uh, anyway. 
Yeah, we've got a file. Basically, what we're saying. There's a lot of them. Now I'm, I want you to look up Hot Rod Chip. I want to remember who that guy is because if anybody called us with Hot Rod Chip, we, we, we would have made fun of him <laughs> for we, sure. We got one guy who sent us four thousand drops yeah. from the app. What does that mean? It means you can leave us a voice message on oh, the app. Oh, Jesus! He's left four thousand yeah, in the last twelve it. months. Hot Rod Chip was a carryover from the old regime with uh, Iron Maiden, Mike, and oh, way back in yeah. there. Boy, I don't remember Hot Rod Chip. Remember, all, there were like seven Iron Maiden. It was, mics. Uh, just, we had Iron oh, Maiden Mike yeah. on the phone. We had we Iron Maiden Mike, one, the right? pool guy. I bought a car at the Jeep dealership over here when Chapman was on McDowell fifteen years ago, and I'm like, "You uh, you work at the radio station?" I'm like, "I do." I'm Iron Maiden Mike. I'm like, "No, you're not. I've met Iron Maiden Mike. I'm another Iron Maiden Mike." I'm like, "Are all mics who like Iron Maiden Iron Maiden Mike?" Then he proved he was Iron Maiden Mike, and I've never had this at a car dealership before. He took his shirt off in the parking lot to show me that he has uh, an entire Iron Maiden album on his tattooed chest? to his chest and then another one on his back. That's a bad choice. Like, you are Iron Maiden Mike. <laughs> and then he tried to sell me the General Lee, which they had on display in the showroom, autographed by uh, Did you consider it? Uh, Bach, Barbara Catherine Bach. Did you consider? Never considered owning the general. Bubba Watson bought it. Yeah, he's the one. Well, there's like six of them. He got one, though. <laughs> no. Jason Aldean has it now. Yeah. He's like 50 grand. And I'm like, I'm not giving you $50,000 for that Confederate flag to be in my driveway. I just, <laughs> I just see bad things. I think it's a cool car. I think the Confederate flag thing on this particular deal is overblown. But I'm still not going to be the dude with the General Lee in the front yard. But it's autographed by uh, Daisy Duke. That doesn't even remotely intrigue me into thinking the value is worth this. Anyway. <laughs> not in the slightest. Yeah, not even a little bit. Not even the slightest. Anyway, the uh, thank you to uh, Sober, Tony632 and Tony1221. It's bipolar Tony, as we'll call him. There was an early theory that he served, he was the server. Could be, yeah. A lot of people thought 1221 Tony had fun. He knew, he knew where I lived. But now he's a 12 to 6 curveball, because at 12... He's coming at you hot, and at 6, he's totally down in the dirt. <laughs> so 12 to 6, Tony is pretty much. And maybe tonight, uh, you know what? He's still a dick. I'm emailing him again. and Get a couple Tony pops in him. back in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you never know. In 1221, Tony's going to. When you said 630, I'm like, yeah. oh, happy hour, Tony. He's like a gremlin. You don't feed Tony after 12. So I had to sit on it a little bit. Catches yeah. the stream, <laughs> yeah, basically. Exactly. Then by midnight, oh, I gotta respond. I woke up thinking oh, I shouldn't have done that, and then yeah, thinking, oh, I got kicked in the nuts, and I deserved it. I didn't give your real name or your whole name. I did give you your Tony, but I don't. I'm not giving your last name. He's going through some stuff, and I, he didn't get specific. But I told him, I'm like, look, for the air, it's fun. Uh, you know, as a personal note, I just hope you're doing okay, and I understand that I'm a nameless gray face that you can kick around through email and feel like you've done something. Uh, and it's probably a nice feeling at the time. There's nothing wrong with it. I get I get those every once in a while. And I've got skin thick as a Goodyear tire, so it doesn't bother me. I mean, I still will fight back, but honestly, nothing really gets to me. I already know I'm ugly. I already know I'm annoying. So what are you going to do? Bring it on. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Not yet. Not yet. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and then everybody, and, and I also know that I'm a genius. That, that's something you also need to know about me. I mean, I am a, I might as well. I don't believe in psychics, but I think I might be one. I'm pretty sure I have the gift, at least when it comes to uh, what a psychic truly is, is someone who's good at uh, seeing through your bull kind of going, I know what's going on here. Uh, I said three days ago that the Cardinals, they're dicking around with the season. They're going to lose a draft pick. Well, what I didn't realize was this is all, was it Monty Ford? Is that the new GM of the Cardinals? Is that his name? He's a brilliant man. This dude got the job a year ago and uh, and manipulated the draft. No, He has insider information on what's going on in the Cardinals' front office. And that horrible Steve Kime has, what the, the damage that he and Bidwell have done to this franchise is immeasurable, and that's a bad franchise. So uh, he knew what was going to come out. So I thought when I like they're tanking the season and in, in an effort to tank the season, the NFL has clearly warned teams: if you're not going to place a competitive team on the field to start, we're going to find you. We're going to find ways to get, and, and you're also going to get in trouble with like little things we're looking for. So I thought they're going to lose their draft pick. Well, they were wise enough to manipulate the draft this year to get Houston's first round pick next year. There's a chance they get the one and two, one and two. But yeah. now I realize Monty knew what came out this week. Which is that Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, under oath, had to yep. sit and say, no, Bidwell and Kime gave me a burner phone, and uh, four other people had it, and the Cardinals' operation was, it was his first and only year as the head coach of the Cardinals, and he walked into a, a, an S-storm you can't imagine. Kime gets suspended for extreme DUI. The league suspends him. You're not allowed to contact him. The Cardinals start handing burner phones to coaches and front office guys from the Bidwells to say, this is how we stay in contact with Kime. Nobody knows about this phone. And so if Monty knew this, he knew this was going to break on a certain time right around season start and that now the investigation is going to turn into, all right, uh, you're going to get like everybody's suspended for a little while. And we can't suspend the people that did it because they're all not part of your organization anymore. So we're going to get the franchise. You're losing a first round pick. They're losing that pick for two reasons now. So they can tank and not lose their first-round pick because they knew they were going to lose it with this stupid phone gate thing they got going on, which, fingers crossed, Cardinal fans, may lead to the dismissal of Michael Bidwell if they find more. Remember what they did to Tom Brady for just knowing about the deflate gate? But but that wasn't a first-round pick, right? I mean, it has to be pretty egregious to take a first-round pick. Tom Brady only knew about something. He knew something had happened. He didn't deflate. And I, I became Tom Brady supporter when it's like, they don't have the right to go through his phone. Phone, yeah. Right. Like, he could say, and what they suspended him for was not complying to give me all your stuff. Right. And I'm like, you're not an officer of the law. You're a commissioner. If my boss, if Tripp asked me right now, let me go through your personal records, I'd be like, get out of my face. You're not, we'll fight you before you're ever going to get that stuff. You have a work-related issue, I'll deal with it. But you're not seeing my phone. Yeah, because all the other stuff on there. Oh, no, I trust you with that. None, right. none of that stuff will leak out. And they suspended Tom Brady for just being a little bit difficult about them going through the phone. This is totally different. And the suspension has to be. What, did Tom get four games for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
if he got four games for that minor infraction with phones, this this franchise is in peril. Times four. At least the pick's going away. At the very least, they lose a number one, and that's going to be awful for them. No, and I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm just wondering if there's precedent where the NFL has taken away a first-round draft pick. Sure. Uh, when the Greg Williams bounty gate thing came out. And, Was that a first-round uh, pick? Who lost their first-round pick last year? Uh, uh, there's been a couple of them that they've dumped them for, for dicking around with the rules. They'll, you'll lose a pick. But the Cardinals, with this one, this is huge because this is basically saying we don't care about the commissioner's office. And they've already kind of skirted the deal with that whole Sean Coogler thing and what the front office was supposed to do by lying to them and providing them information that wasn't necessarily true and real. They're a mess. This, this They are going to lose. So last night in my emails, I'm getting all these things. You're a prophet. How did you know about this? I'm like, you didn't. I just I assumed it because their behavior is so transparent and stupid. That inevitably the NFL is going to find this franchise. But I got to hand it to their general manager who walked into this thing, looked around and said, all right, you're the owner. You're the dumbest mother effer on the planet. I'm not dealing with you. He's the cleaner. This dude's coming in and fixing stuff before it breaks. Backed up the first round with another first with round. With a terrible team. The only other team that has a chance to be worse than the Cardinals might be the Houston Texans. And they might actually have something. I think they have something. I don't because they've got an Ohio State quarterback and that never <laughs> works. But Stroud is something. To actually go, all right, you got a high first-round quarterback, and they don't have any line. They don't have anything to really hang their hat on. But they could win four games. The Cardinals are three and a half, maybe. Vegas is even putting them at three and a half as an under-over, and it's a tough bet. I might take the under. And, I I mean, it's earlier we were talking, you know, six months ago about I could – Potentially, would Bidwell have to sell? Well, that was the Kugler thing. Yeah. That was the, the, the deal with the sexual harassment in Mexico story that evidently there was a, a an eight-figure settlement thrown out. That's ten-plus million dollars to say, will you stop saying that we lied about this? And the guy's like, absolutely not. I'm going to go get you. And he's been sitting on le- legal documents and lawyers and everything else waiting because he even said back then, this franchise is about to unravel. And I know all the secrets. So they've been sitting patiently waiting for this. This is a mess. So you're like, right. This is terrible. So uh, Deflate Gate Patriots lost two picks, yeah. first rounder and a fourth rounder. Yeah. And then last year, the Dolphins, That's the one. lost, the Dolphins their, lost uh, their first rounder. And that was just for dicking around with Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah. yeah the, the news of the burner phone came out a while ago. This guy's right. And Joshua said, and Bidwell said, I didn't know anything about it. Well, he's completely. Well, someone distributed four. And that makes it worse. I've never understood an owner or a manager ever saying the words, I didn't know anything about that. That just means you're uh, bad, bad at your bad job. job. You're supposed to be overseeing the whole operation. And if your immediate underlings are pulling this crap, they don't have any respect for you or the franchise. You're worse because you don't know. It would be better to say, yeah, I knew about that, and I tried to stop it, and they strong-armed me. I mean, I would have more respect for that than I would saying, well, I'm just completely unaware. Of what's going on on the day-to-day operations with my suspended general manager. And if I'm the owner of the team, I'm like, I'm keeping an eye on that suspended general manager with a drinking problem to make sure he doesn't pull this trying to communicate with the coach and get my team all hemmed up with draft pick losses. I'm all over that. He should have been fired for the second DUI anyway, but because he and Bidwell are in bed together, it is a terrible, His instructions terrible operation. Just get it done. Well, Bidwell knew, and that's going to come out. So keep your fingers crossed, Cardinals fans, that this gets worse. 
and they force a sale because it's the best thing it can happen. Now, think about Daniel Snyder. He had a forced sale over emails they never found. They just hated him. But someone well, else lost their job. Yeah, but John Gruden yeah. lost his job yeah. for... for that's it, why you don't hand your phone. That's exactly why you never... They'll find something. It, that, what is that old... There's an old... I don't know if it's an adage or a saying, but if you're looking for something bad, you will find it. If your intent is to find a bad thing, you'll make something good bad. You'll find bad. But yeah, you never hand over a phone unless it's your work phone. And you should keep that, if you're smart, work-related only. They have a right to it. That's why I won't have a work phone. Like, they offer to pay our bills here for our phones. No way. Anybody that says, oh, my, my office pays my phone, I'm like, you're, that's dumb. And I know you're saving money and stuff, and that's where they got you. But that's theirs. That belongs to them. You can say, oh, whoever's paying for it has rights to it. That's it. So if you're, you know, texting funny memes back and forth five years ago and you're thinking that's hilarious and you called Brady the R-word a few times and then uh, tossed out a, a joke about uh, Hurricane uh, Idalia or whatever and then a few years from now they're like, let me see your phone. Like, why? Well, we got, we got suspicion that you're doing something wrong. You know, we won't look at anything. But they're going to find it and they're going to go, well, wait, you know, we didn't find what we were looking for, but we found this. What's this? Well, it's none of your business. What's our phone? It's like writing on the office blackboard terrible words and going, well... You have no right to that. That was my own personal. Ah, you're writing on their materials, and the Cardinals are morons. John, you mentioned this a few times before, but the penalty should come from the NFL because the team will never do it. Right. They should get at least half of their season ticket money left or back for this season. That should be penalty for the Cardinals. Brought on by the NFL. If they're not going to field a team worthy of the ticket prices, then the money should go back to the season ticket holders. Completely. You've been bamboozled as as a paying customer. Right. You know, there's class action lawsuits when you go to a restaurant and they say that it's meat. And it turns out later they found out that all the meat they were using was rat and kangaroo. There's going to be, if you've eaten there in the last 10 years and you have a receipt, we will get you that money back plus damages. And it's usually a terrible amount of money for the people the lawyers make all the cash. But Everyone gets 65 cents. Yeah, but you know what? That's it. Uh, Someone said, can someone pick me up so I can see what's going on around here? Signed, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kyler. You're down in the depths of... Of b-holes and thighs. Hey, babe. I got to see what's going on. Give me a boost. <laughs> Give me a boost. I got to see what the, what the owner look like. I ain't never seen him. I just seen his knees. Just tell me what team I'm going to be on next yeah, year. Yeah, well, you know what? Best thing that could happen to Kyler Murray is that knee doesn't really get too much better this year. He doesn't risk his future completely for this franchise, and he gets to wander off. You know who I feel most sorry for? And maybe not. But I do think of it right now, if it stays the same, the quarterback from USC. Because that some bitch is having, like, the time of his life, boning hot USC yeah, girls, please. winning Heisman trophies. I don't think he's very good either. I've watched him play a couple times. I'm like, I'm not seeing the magic here. First overall pick? Yeah, he's, he's a Pac-12 quarterback. I don't trust those. Aaron Rodgers. Pac-4, uh, you mean? Well, Pac-2 in next year. Pac-2. The Pac-2, which is what I call my neighbors. I know it's the my, chosen and one. It's my school that's that's. <laughs> yeah. uh, I call Michael on. and Troy the Pack Two every Friday night. Look, the Pack Two are out. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, I, there's been a few good ones, but it's it's hit or miss. And most of the time, USC quarterbacks are right out. I don't, uh, Carson Palmer is the only one that I've trusted. One for I, three, still not many. There's they've not many uh, USC quarterbacks. Rodney Pete? No, you want well, him running good, your? He's okay. He had but, a good career. Please. He was all right. Best thing he did was marry Holly Robinson, uh, fresh off the 21 Jump Street day. True. Rodney Pete. I just if that's the there. best you got, you got a bad argument. 
No, there's not many good ones. Not many. The ones that are good were going to be good no matter where they went to school. A lot of them are second squad. Sam Darnold. I, look, there's a ton of USC quarterbacks you look at and go, man, they came out of college like on fire. And everybody was like, uh-uh, USC quarterbacks are like Ohio State quarterbacks. I don't want yes, one. Butt fumble. I don't want one. You get that quarterback from Ohio State. Uh-uh. Okay, we get the guy from USC. Maybe the Ohio State guy's not such a bad don't idea. Do yeah, it. I don't want either of those. Those John, are the two you don't go to. I don't know if you personally know him, but is this why Larry Fitzgerald left the team and won't do won't do things for them? Uh, I don't know. I don't know him at all. I don't know. He's around their facility a lot. He's sort of, but he is kind of a quiet ambassador, right? Yeah, he owns some of the Suns. He's yeah. got a piece of that. Yeah, I don't know. I always heard Larry. that um, Larry hates yeah, Kyler. He didn't like the last regime. Yeah, yeah that yeah, he didn't Kyler like, came in yeah. and um, yeah, that, that's pretty no, much documented that those two are like meh. Could do without him. But it was, uh, and you know, a lot of people probably said that's ego. Larry's on his way out. Kyler became the face of the franchise, and like they were selling jerseys. His and, offense. Right, yeah. And he's barking at Larry Fitzgerald, and Larry's looking at him going, You're not very good yet. Don't yell at me. Could have come from Cliff just as easy, because Cliff is the one who could have, you know, put him in more if he well, felt like he had more I of don't a. Know. You, you said it. During that in in season hard knocks, oh, you saw the, the, the Kingsbury term. just got he had nothing. Exposed, no, man. yeah, nobody. Like I look it. at Robert Sala right now on on the current version, and you're like, that's a leader. Yeah, that's a leader. I still don't even see him. I think he's in over his head. I think he's a defensive does, gem. I yeah, just feel yeah. like he's good and he says well, good yeah, stuff. Well, but I don't know if he's we'll got. We'll find the, out because he he pulled Hackett out of the Denver heap, and if Hackett doesn't do anything, Hackett's just there because Favre is. Mm-hmm. And that, to, or, or not Favre, but no, the Rodgers. No, that's, that's all right. Yeah, I like yeah, the 40 yeah, and Yeah, yeah it was a good, good. the same guy. <laughs> Just General Packer yeah. moving to the Jets. And you're like looking at Rodgers the whole time. He, he can't be like this. Yeah. This guy. He's awesome. I really like him now. <laughs> Damn it. John, I love my Cardinals. Yeah, but I would love it. them more when Bidwell's gone. Yeah. Get rid of him. And, and, you, of and again, that. hope that I, – I know it sounds terrible and it's going to put – but you've got a good – I think you've got somebody brilliant in this Monty – what's his name? The new GM. Yeah. Because if he did what he did back in April knowing this was coming, he he manipulated the system better than anybody has in ages, knowing we're going to lose a draft pick. You morons have mucked this up so bad that we're going to lose some. I'm going to come in and I'm going to make this right. Now, if the NFL really wants to get squirrely – They'll pull them both going, you don't get a first-rounder next year. It just They just disappear. That'd be a huge precedent. That'd right. be like a Sterling Clippers-level precedent. Yeah. But how dumb is Michael Bidwell to allow the burner phone situation? And Steve Wilkes was these brilliant. stories, not just the Wilkes story, but the yeah. whole thing about that Mexico trip is, is bad. Well, not even the, the Mexico trip isn't even out there yet. Like, that's something. But this whole burner phone thing. No, but that's how the Kugler thing started. That's sure. where all the rumors came from. from but the Kugler. burner phone thing is where they're going to get nailed now. Right. The Mexico thing is going to be a, a bigger issue later. But the, the burner phone th- and all those people that turned on Bidwell earlier in the year, Ron Miniger, and all those emails that they made public saying, we hate that you. You've turned into a that was dick. written. I used to know you. You're not the same guy. Like, Miniger is a good dude. Like, he's been a nice guy. And he basically said, this franchise has run itself into the dirt from the top down because of you. Since the old man died. Well, the old man was no treat either. But at least, he like, Michael had a good reputation with his workers at first. Something happened. But he's a, that is dumb. He's just not, as, as a fan of sports, I've seen a lot of dumb owners come and go. He's right up there right now. If he, if he play pretends he doesn't know about this. 
That's worse management than if you knew. And whoever your PR, and how close are you with Steve Kime that you were willing to risk this with the burner phones and allowing, and, and you know what? You treated Steve Wilkes so poorly as your head coach. You gave him, uh, you traded up to get the draft. You had one year and then you fired him anyway because you guys were so inept at what you did. And then, uh, and you then, wanted a buddy. You know what? The, the worm turned on you and deservedly so. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. You treated that dude like garbage and he sat in a room with a bunch of lawyers and NFL officials and said, yeah, I thought it was immoral, but, you know, look, my first time head coaching, I'm brand new. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I'm not going to rat out my brand. That's a reputation you don't want. You don't start ratting out. Maybe this is the norm that I didn't know for head coaches and general managers to always be in contact, even in trouble. John, Elon dropped $44 billion on Twitter. The Cardinals are barely three. Come on, can we get <laughs> right. him to kind of you got, kick a little loose change me, down there? Loads of billionaires. <laughs> be staring at this thing going, I'll take it. Did Jay-Z get hold of the Redskins? Is that his operation now? Or did he lose that is deal? Is Jay-Z in on that? I thought That's it was Jay-Z and Magic were the originals. I don't know who ended up getting it. I know Magic is part of it, All but right. like he's like just There's billionaires. PR. Look, they, Kylie Jenner could get a group together and buy the Cardinals, and I'd be all over it. There might not be a sports franchise that Magic isn't involved in. Yeah, he's got a lot. The bottom line Either is... Either that or that uh, Saudi hedge fund will uh, take that. The alfalfa guy? Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, was, maybe, yes. maybe alfalfa, yes. Saudi alfalfa. I was like, geez Louise, I'm Saudi Arabian alfalfa. <laughs> I'll have Saudi Arabian alfalfa own the team. That's fine by me. Fred is really mad he's out in the yeah. water <laughs> yeah. this morning. We're talking about that. Saudi Arabia alfalfa and buckwheat owning the team? I think I'd be all for that. <laughs> I think we should draft him, Buckwheat. <laughs> Praise Allah. Yeah, Saudi Arabia alfalfa is like here all the time, keeping an eye on his alfalfa farm that we don't get to ever have any of, but we use all our water on, and everybody's like quiet about it, and it's a big money deal, so it's like, ah, we can use the Colorado River, all of it for this. But uh, yeah, he could buy it up. I'd be fine with that. But Cardinal fans, if you're religious... If you have some sort of a feeling of like uh, you can push things into the air, do what you need to do. Pray for the demise of the Bidwell family that they have to sell this. It's time they went away. The common denominator in failure in the Cardinals, Brady doesn't like when I do this, the Cardinals no. franchise is the Bidwell name. It is a constant anchor on the team. And they can say, well, we've owned it for blah, blah, blah. You haven't done anything good with it. You've had a couple little spike years. That's what bad franchises do. And then they go right back to being themselves. Cardinal going to Cardinal. That happens. It's a fact. And they're doing it again in the worst possible way. And, and now with all the you know social media and news and everything paying attention, the worst thing they ever did was get good for a little while because then eyes turned on them. And now they get exposed at everything they do stupid. They are dumb. And this isn't egregious, it's just dumb. I just thought of another new owner, that's why I was laughing. Who's that? Joel Osteen <laughs> purchases it, yeah. the Cardinals. You know, my daddy, when he was running this Lakewood church, he, I never would have dreamed I'd own the Summit and the Cardinals. It's pretty amazing. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. And we don't have burner phones, we have a direct line to Jesus. But Steve Wilkes, good on you, man, because you got treated like garbage. That's the, that, is, that was the worst thing. They hired a black guy to, to get credit. Kyman Bidwell slapped themselves in the back going, we hired a Negro. Aren't we wonderful? 
And then like half a year later, they're like, we screwed this up something fierce. What were we thinking with Josh Rosen? Uh, we got to trade There's everybody. A young, strapping yeah. white man yeah, available was, in the college ranks. That good-looking whitey over there in Texas, he could replace our African debacle. <laughs> and Steve Wilkes got treated like garbage. And I'm glad he's the mouth that's going to take him out. Without being, like, bitter. Just telling them, eh, that organization's a mess. I'm glad they fired me. You got out right in time, Wilkes. You'll get another chance with a decent operation someday, but this isn't it. But credit where credit's due. This new general manager came in, and maybe he just blindly did this, but I I see this as a completely intentional, all right, this season is a wash, and we're going to be a mess for a little bit. So let's start thinking about what we have to do, worst-case scenario. Best case scenario, they don't take the pick. You're probably going to end up with one and two. They're taking something. Monty rolls in probably every morning. This is good coffee. Okay, I want you to clean the back seats of the... You don't talk to me like that. I'm the owner. Hey, look, midget idiot. You don't talk to me at all. I'm fixing your errors. I'm the cleaner here. I'm like Harvey Keitel of general managers. I'm coming in. I drive very fast. Try to keep up. Absolutely. You know what he's done? Uncle Mike? What was he thinking? You stuck real bad, Cardinals. You stuck real bad. You're bleeding real hard. <laughs> yeah, idiots. Just flat idiots. And I, for one, sit back and I'm like, well, people calling me a prophet on the emails. I was right about the draft pick. I didn't see the phone call thing getting in their face this early, but it did. So stupid. What a dumb organization. That's right, Cardinals. You're dumb. <laughs> Fix it. You're charging people a lot of money Man. and putting a crap product on the field. And then you want us to say nothing? Sponsors, too, you know. I, I mean, guarantee you he's going to come at, like, anybody, like me or any sports station that says you're an idiot. I don't think the sports stations will do it because he'll threaten them. Well, one of them won't. One of them won't because they're the flagship. Exactly. Yeah. But they should. Right. And he would he would take his operate, he'd take his ball and he'd leave them. And he'd, yep. and he'd threaten them with a money pull. It all goes away in a week. Oh yeah, game well, one. It's yep, yeah, and then and then they're just rosy and happy about everything that's going on, and they and they shouldn't be. Wolfley should be the one most angry. Like this is his passion. That Ron Wolfley is passionate about this terrible team, and he needs to be the one saying so. Well, we're joined with uh, Twin Peaks this year. Yeah, again for Cardinal games. Yeah, we're going to go out as a station. I'm going to invite people out that are true Cardinal fans, and we'll yeah. take pictures, and we'll post about them and all that. And loudly I boo. I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> but I will do that. You're just going for the football game and the free food that yes, the listeners buy exactly. you. exactly. Because you don't pay a bill. I put it on the table. All right. Uh, anyway, that's my rant about the Cardinals, because I was sitting there thinking. Well, I kept getting these things going. You called it. You're a genius. I didn't even know about the first-round pick. I thought, well, they already done it? They accused right. him of tanking the season already? Monty Austin. I think that's his yeah. last name. That I dude is. I think you're right. That dude's got something if he's... Even if he goofed and did this, he's still better than any GM they've had in a long time. Yeah, Steve Kime is the, the one to blame. But maybe, silver lining, Steve yeah. Kime blew this thing so badly that they're going to make you have new owners. Looks what's going to... I mean, the excitement about the Suns with Matt Ishby. You get a guy that's energetic, got tons of money, willing to spend it on the team in the right ways. Monty Austinfort looks like he was assigned by the mob to come clean something up. He's got that look about him. He does. Got the smile. He's smiling, but behind it, it's like I'll kill every I'll kill every mother effer in here if I have to. Uh, Brett's going out this morning. Speaking of killing folks and the mob, uh, this is it for Operation Hydration. The last stop, folks. This is the last one of summer, if you can believe it. Labor Day being this weekend, we always go from Memorial Day 
to Labor Day, and Brett is going out today uh, to Queen Creek, Queen Creek and Power Road, and you can, uh, for the last time with us, you can do this all year oh, yeah, if you yeah, feel yeah. like it. Yeah, it's but, not uh, over. No, Operation Hydration has come to an end the way we know it, but you guys can always give if you want to, but donate a case of water to help out uh, the Valley's homeless this summer, hot summer. We're getting uh, day 53 of 110 or more today. It's hot. And, uh, you know, it's they not. They were so happy when that ticked to 110 yesterday. Oh, it's going to happen again today, and they're going to they be thrilled. That was a oh. breaking news alert on yeah. KTAR. So happy that we're going to bust Record. records. But you know we what? did it! It's hot here. Records broke. Big deal. We're all still here. Well, it breaks here. today if it makes it. But the issue is. Right, today. Well, is we got to get the homeless people their water. Or you guys are caught in the semantics of this. Stop it, old men. It's like having two, two old dudes on a porch that got lost I don't know. in the weather talk. Uh, yeah, helping out the homeless. And uh, everybody who needs water, again, nobody in the city should die for a lack of water. And, man, did you guys put a dent in that this year. Along with our friends at Lerner and Rowe, uh, Lawson Family Plumbing, which was just an amazing help this year. They dropped off tons of water. Um, Liquid Death, which not only dropped off tons of water, but got their friends over at Suero to give us so much water it didn't fit in the facility. And if you've been to this facility, it's massive. But 26,000 bottles of water takes up a lot of room. Thanks to those guys. Uh, um, who am I missing? Uh, Liquid Death, the Lost Family Plumbing, uh, uh, Lerner and Rowe. Oh, Porta Subs. Yeah. And then another one, uh, my holiday decor. Scott, the guy who does my Christmas lights at uh, Margie May Holiday Decor, last week walks in and drops a check for a couple thousand bucks. Let's put this towards the water drop. Which is awesome. We, we broke that out. That's like 10 pallets. Yeah, and I text him. I'm like, hey, that was totally unexpected, and thank you. And he goes, I'm just in a good position right now where I can help people, so I'm going to do it. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is what gives you hope for humanity, that kind of stuff right there. And if you ever want your Christmas stuff done properly and you're tired of it like I was and you just want somebody else to do it, they keep the lights. It's, you, just, you just rent lights, basically, and they hold them, and they're never not out. You don't have to untangle a single thing. And you can do anything you want, trees. Uh, your house, everything, they're amazing. You can go to mmholidaydecor.com, and uh, my man Scott and his crew will come out there, take a look at it. He also does, uh, like, weddings, and he'll light up any event you want. He can do uh, backyard stuff. He's great. Uh, Quinceañeras. Oh, everything. You got Quinceañeras, he'll do it. Uh, get it all together. Anything you need for lighting needs. Uh, he'll do permanent cafe lights in your backyard. He'll relight your whole backyard if you got... 30 different patio lights you need cha- he did that he came to my house and i have cafe lights over a little area that uh, a sitting area and they're kind of neat but over five years the sun does some and, they, they, and at night i started to notice they were dingy and orange and i didn't realize i'm like is that how they've always been he's like i'll change them came out put all the new light did it himself i didn't i was never gonna do this ever and he came out and he did it all they're screaming bright beautiful led lights i'm like man oh man I would have not known where to get the lights. They're just these weird little bulbs. It looks amazing. He's a good dude, and that was really nice of him to do. So thanks to them, too. And thanks to all of you guys for dropping water off all summer. A last hurrah this morning. Queen Creek and Power Roads. That's where Brett is. Uh, 7 to 9 a.m. That's where he's going to be. Queen Creek and Power Roads. Uh, head on over there and uh, drop off a little bit. And, you know, an envelope for Brett, maybe. And thanks to Brett also for going out in this hot summer every day with that look on his face. Ugh. He was bumping Ice Cube the whole way. You yeah. Know he oh, was. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's throwing the cube out. Nothing wrong with that. But Brett will be out there and probably uh, just pulling in as we speak. So hop on over there and uh, drop some water at the Safeway. And thanks to Safeway and Albertsons, too. Forgot to say that. They were always the ones uh, helping us out uh, by having the water front and center while we were there at all the Safeway Albertsons locations who helped us all summer. So many people did, and it's pretty amazing. So thank you guys for all of what you've done. 
Uh, and if you were unnamed, I apologize. But so many of you stepped up, it's kind of hard to keep the list. Uh, Toledo, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Go see Josh and the boys over in the corner of Gilbert and Southern in Mesa. They've got all of your mountain biking needs, oh, yeah. uh, electric or otherwise. And uh, on the list, a lot of stuff today from your hand-delivered ticket. Oh. Jerry was a race car driver from uh, Primus. And you know what? He still is. <laughs> right. It didn't change anything. It ain't changing a thing. Uh, Harvester of Sorrow for you and for Metallica this weekend. Uh, Rob's a big Van Morrison fan. Apparently today's his birthday, so he asked for Moondance. 78. <laughs> A wonderful time for a moon dance. Uh, play the whole song from Ice Cube. Come on, do it. I would love to. Uh, I don't on. like the edited version. It's right. it's cheap. Uh, Enter Sandman, but Ghost's version? Not very good. We it's talked okay. about that yesterday. Uh, Motor Breath from Metallica. Uh, another one for you. Uh, one for Megan for <laughs> what she had to endure yesterday. You don't know because you weren't there <laughs> after her, her deals with the AKs. We have to go with uh, one of the bands. Well, let's go with Five Finger this week. Okay. Find me a Five Finger Death Punch song for the Metallica weekend that is upon us. And again, KUPD's doing a big, fat Metallica weekend where you can win all sorts of merchandise from Metallica, T-shirts, boxes of it. Win a grill from our friends at Prestige Billiards. That's pretty awesome. And uh, gift cards from uh, Twin Peaks. That's going to be incredible. $100 gift cards getting tossed around. All you got to do is listen to 98 KUPD on the app. Our app right there, or you can go to 98kupd.com and listen. And after four hours of listening, we're going to start raining down prizes. That's it. And the Metallica weekend is going to start Friday and roll all the way through Monday. And then you get to hear a ton of Metallica while they're here this weekend in tribute to the biggest rock concert that maybe has ever been in America. It is huge. How many people are at the biggest one in Phoenix? You can't have two nights with Metallica and go over a hundred something thousand people and not call it the biggest rock show that's ever graced us. But it's pretty awesome. It's another. Musician birthday. Okay. Rudolph Shanker. Oh, uh, why do I know that? Shanker, because the. Uh, I'm blanking. I know, I you're going to kick yourself. Founder of the Scorpions. The Scorpions, yes. Damn it. I was thinking a German thing. I couldn't think of the damn 75. name. 75. Shanka. 75 year old Scorpions. Still rocking like a hurricane. Wow. But now it's their bowels. Holy smokes. All right, we'll go under and over it with. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Now, that's Sunday. They're going to open Ice Nine Kills, Five Finger Death Punch, and Metallica. Sunday, Pantera, and um, Mammoth Mammoth WVH. Those are some shows right there. Pantera's got me real interested, and I know Metallica's going to be great. Uh, It's Five Finger. It's Concert Psyching Rock for the huge weekend of rock music here in town. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.